This is Amy Poehler. My new movie, Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2, is coming to theaters June 14th, and it's making me feel joy and sadness and anger. Definitely some disgust. Rose! And I think a little fear. But I'm also feeling these new emotions like anxiety, embarrassment, envy, and ennui. It's what you call the boredom. Okay, that one was weird. It's going to be the feel-everything movie of the summer. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters June 14. Get tickets now. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Once you see the truth, you can't unsee it. Hulu presents a new comedy series, Woke, following Keefe, an African-American cartoonist finally on the verge of mainstream success. When an unexpected incident changes everything... Starring Lamorne Morris, Woke, all episodes now streaming exclusively on Hulu. I'm a real rapper. I'm at the no jumper table. Uh-huh. Oh, real. I'm the real kind of rapper. Check, check. Headphones? Uh, if you want to, you don't have to. Check, check. You know Tusi? I know of Tusi. We just had him in here before you. How was that? Actually, really cool. Super cool guy. Yeah. I know of Tusi. He's super talented. Hell yeah. Singing ass guy. There was, um, I can't think of what this uh, clip, a clip from his IG Live. He was recording a song live. Mm hmm. I'm waiting on him to drop that song because I've seen the clip like 10 times. Really? Yeah. He said he just comes up with all his songs on live, just fucking around. That's so crazy that if you're a real you fan, can make, you can just you can watch make that shit. music doing it like that, that's fire. Isn't that wild? Yeah, it's fire because a lot of people have a whole process and they still come out with lackluster shit, in but, my opinion. You know what's funny, though, is that people don't know about like mumble tracks or like people going in and laying down like bass tracks. That's the first time I seen... Um, Oh, okay, we're good. Okay, let's let's just go live. We could just have this conversation on air. All right, right? come on. Joe Rogan style. You no jump. Yep. No jumper. Coolest podcast in the world. We here. Sada baby. I felt like I was doing the end instead of the beginning. That was really confusing. That's what it felt like. Shift in the matrix right there. I don't know. My brain's Brand all discombobulated. How you feeling? I'm feeling good. Feeling good? Yeah, I'm feeling more than good. It's nice to have you in here. Yeah, we were just talking about uh, people's recording process and mm -hmm. how crazy it is that some artists these days will take their creative process and just let the world view it on Instagram Live or whatever. Uh, you ever done that? You ever set up the phone on live while you're doing a verse? Or is that are you giving them too much with that? I did it once. And then the, when I did it, I did it one time. And then when I did it, my phone died. Mm. So I felt like it was a lost cause and I was mad, so I never tried it again. Really? But like I was, yeah, I was I was recording the verse in the, in the studio and I had my phone was on live while I was doing it and it just didn't work out. It went it went dead and I was mad because I couldn't see the fucking reactions of what people were saying. So, mm -hmm. but um, I think I might try it again just off the strength of us having that conversation. Do you feel? Do you feel like that's giving up something? Like by letting them in on the creative process, are you kind of? 
given them the sauce? Um, not not necessarily. I mean, it's it's letting people in on on the uh, just on the sense of them not ever having seen me record before. Mm -hmm. But it's not really giving them the sauce because you can see some shit all day. That don't mean you can do it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, you can emulate LeBron in your head and, and, and think you out there looking like LeBron Duncan, but nine times out of ten, you don't look like LeBron when you dunk. Well, the real question, though, is, like, if you were to watch LeBron practice, would that fuck up watching him perform in-game for you? Realistically, not. But if you heard every rap, like, if you just had, if the fans out there had access to every fucking song you ever made, don't you feel like that would kind of fuck up the process of them listening to your shit? Because I see you, especially right now, you got one song and you are fucking jamming it down their throats. Like, yo, check this shit, check this shit. And I feel like it's working too because that song's viral right now. Mm -hmm. Now listen, honestly, since uh, Whole Lot of Choppers came out, I, me personally, I haven't did anything to promote it. Really? Nothing. It's on your Instagram a bunch of times, right? Yeah, but that's literally the label sending me videos to my phone and like post this. This guy has such and such followers. And ooh. right, like when we dropped the video, I just dropped it. Like when the video dropped, I didn't even know it was out. I was walking around the hood somewhere. You feel me? And Juan was like, "You know the video? I was going crazy." I'm like, no, I didn't. I posted it, and then like I'm gonna say <clears throat> two and a half, three weeks later, somebody did a TikTok to it and. Uh -huh. They just, they just ate it the fuck up. They've it's, been eating it up. It's crazy how far that shit will go because for me as a rap fan, mm -hmm. I've been knowing about Sada Baby for a couple of years, watching it slowly blow up. But then when I bring you up, when I said we're doing the, the interview, mm -hmm. like almost everybody in the office was like, oh, yeah, that TikTok is going crazy. That shit is the song right now on TikTok. Man, it is. And that, and, well, um, the, I think the craziest part for me about that song is that it was two years old. Really? Yeah, I held the song for like yeah two years. I did it in Atlanta uh, with Wayno when me and Wayno first like linked up. We was working with a bunch of different producers, and that was just one of the beats that I was sitting on. Like I had it, so I recorded it, and I came out at the time. I had just got my grill, so like my teeth and shit was bothering me. So like the voice and me slurring was me trying to bite with my my fucking teeth. It's fucking uh, okay. So that night after I recorded, I come out, I play it. And I'm like recording the video, you know what I'm saying? Like listen to the song, and bam, whole lot child. When that part came on, like the whole studio like just went crazy. And I'm like, damn, that's 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 like I get good reaction in the studio, but I'm like, that's a crazy reaction in the studio. Like like people like going nuts, nuts, right. and say cheese snatched the video from my page and they posted it and it got like a million views on their page. So you just felt like right there that was one of those ones. But why did it take so long to put it out? Uh, timing. Um, I wanted my platform to be a little bit bigger. Mm. Um, a lot of things, man. I, I wasn't in a comfortable space with who I was signed with at the mm -hmm. time. And I felt like me, I didn't want to give them that song because it was other songs that I had released under them and that had got big and I never seen no money from it. So right. it's just certain songs I'm like, I don't, I don't want to. If that song is gonna be a blessing for me, I want to see the blessings that that song brings. So I just, I just held it until I was um, comfortable and for sure that I would see like 
basically the proceeds and shit from the song. Right. That's it. So you've dealt with that issue where you haven't really uh, gotten to see the back end of all of these songs? Um, All of my shit has been switched over to my name. I got my royalties back and, and all of that type of shit. So slowly but surely going through the recoup phase and all that type of shit. But yeah, like it's, it's coming in. I got my first royalty check ever this year. Really? You know what I'm saying? And that, that, that made me feel good. <laughs> that must have felt crazy because it's like, oh, I'm a professional musician and yeah. I'm making all this money from shows and merch. And, and then I get checks. But not the actual music. Whereas if back in the day, you would be selling CDs out the trunk of your Hell car, yeah. making fucking $10 at a time. Hell yeah. So, yeah, I, I, the, the, I survived off of doing shows. I survived off doing shows and features for like about three years basically right you know what i'm saying just shows 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 features appearances walkthroughs whatever the fuck that's that's what i was doing like because until um up until i had signed with who i had signed with i hadn't seen any money off my own like bmi and tune core like before i had signed with somebody i used to get my money off my tune core and right. see my checks and all that type of shit. then when i signed with who i signed with at the time all that shit stopped so i really was just living off of shows and features mm. And so how long did it take for you to get resentful about that and be like, damn, like, why the fuck did I sign this deal? This isn't what it, what I thought it was going to be. I didn't feel some type of way until it was damn near about to be over. Like, my family and everybody around me, they was feeling some type of way damn near from the beginning. But I never saw it. I never, um, I felt like I'm the type of person, if I fuck with you, I fuck with you. So until you personally, until I personally see it, and and just all the way know that you you don't fuck with me or like you doing some shit that I wouldn't do to you or or some shit that doesn't go into us being loyal to each other or don't agree with my morals, then I'm rocking with you. Right. Like, feel me? Motherfuckers can paint me 17 bad pictures about you. Mm. Whatever. They ain't never did it to me. I ain't never seen them do it to me. They love me. They fuck with me. So if you don't like them, that's that. But yeah, I just was loyal and loyal and loyal for a long time. And then it just was like, all right, some ain't adding up. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I feel like I should be here. I feel like this should be happening. Too many people coming up to me saying, why this ain't happening? Why you ain't got this? And blase split. And yeah, I didn't get resentful until the end. I didn't get resentful at all until like the end when I was basically about to buy myself out the deal. Right. And so when you look at that, though, does that make you feel like you right there learned the value of independence? And is that how you want to spend the rest of your career is really like having more of a hands on approach? Because it sounds like right there you you were just hoping to get by on being a good person and assuming that everybody else was going to be a good person exactly. in business. Doesn't always go that way. Yeah. Um, I ain't going to say um, it made me feel like I would want to be independent, but it for sure made me not trust and double question everything. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, you really got to show me that you for me. Like, you can't just say it because the motherfuckers were saying it for a long time and they wasn't for me. So, yeah, you got to show me that you for me. You have to show me that you for me. And and it's, it's really just up to my soul if I'm going to trust you or not. But it didn't make me want to get independent. Like, I do want to do probably like a stretch of my career like maybe a year or so independent, but I like my label. I like being with the label. It's shit that labels do that you can't do on your own. Mm. Like independent is fun, that's beautiful. But when you in a good space and you know what I'm saying, and it's it's, it's genuine love and cordial relationships, I'm, I'm, I don't have a problem with being signed to a label. Mm. It, you, you just gotta fuck with me. Right, they just gotta understand. They gotta be mm -hmm. on the same page as you. That's it, I promise. I feel it. What are you smoking on there? Okay, so this is a bachi. 
Mm-hmm. I was supposed to put the damn Gurak in there, but I forgot. So, because <laughs> uh, we actually have a fucking sponsor on this episode, Rude Exotics. They just came through and dropped off all this shit. So I got, I'm gonna give you some of it. Okay, I'm gonna smoke this shit. And I'm also gonna inform you that we have these fucking massive blunts that they roll that they just they gave us too. Blunts? They rolled blunts that are much, much larger. Whoa, this filter <laughs> just fell out. That might not be the best uh, endorsement, but holy shit, these fucking things are so gigantic. So these are definitely getting smoked at some point, too, if you want in. No, we're going to fat them bitches up. Yep. We got shit to talk about. I'm here. <laughs> I am here. Hey, let me Remember ask you we something. did our first interview from my fucking game room You're one on of the FaceTime. only people I ever, like, you're definitely the person that I had on a FaceTime interview during the pandemic that got the most views. That's heat. I didn't really even do that many after you because I was sort of like, you know what? I don't, I don't like this so much. You ever done mushrooms? No. <laughs> But my and reason being, because <laughs> my cousin Lou did some mushrooms when he was in high school, uh-huh. and I can't I forget his his homeboy. He had a white homeboy. They was like best friends and shit. You feel me? They came home tripping one night on a school night off of fucking mushrooms. They mixed their mushrooms in the Wendy's Frosty, and they came home. We fucking played Face Breaker all night and just was fucking. But they was laughing at everything. But you weren't trying to get on their level. I didn't want it. You sure? Because I have these uh, one-up mushroom chocolate bars. Now, I have no idea how this is legal. Now watch this. You watch ain't you ain't down? Watch this. You can throw this in the. I sh- had that exact same one-up thing of chocolate mushrooms in my book bag for like four months. <laughs> and you you were tempted? Hell no! I tried to get that shit to so many people. They scared of me. They're oh, like, no, nah, I'm not doing no shrooms. Dude, I like so it. So you gonna you gonna eat one? Hell yeah! You eat one? I eat one with you right now. Right now? Oh no, man! I'm gonna be fucking double checking. All right. Fuck it. Um, damn, I hope I don't freak out though. I never uh, ate mushrooms and had to like be on camera before. Normally, it's like me and my girl laying around doing them. I ain't never ate a mushroom, so let's go. Let's do it. This is actually viral. Let's go. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Uh, yep, come on. I'm going to give you the whole the whole chunk there. Whoops, yep, uh, I ain't tripping. I used to eat off the flow. It said, actually... <laughs> I used to eat off the flow. I did. It says one to three, one to three pieces is micro, three to seven is therapeutic, and eight to twelve is shamanic. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna. So we will become a shaman if you eat the whole I thing. I don't want to be a shaman. <laughs> I just don't even understand how this is illegal. Isn't there like a, a law? Yeah, um, they just like selling mushrooms. I don't understand how this is okay now. You must can be able to grow mushrooms that that gets you high. Mm. Or they're just changing the rules, or they're just selling it and it's illegal. Because I always go, thought about that. I'm gonna call I'm gonna call NLE Chopper and start a garden with them. You ever think about just starting a bar, and people come into the bar and you sell them illegal drugs, and they can just do that in the bar? Nope. Reason <laughs> being, you'll get caught. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That shit gonna be everywhere. Everybody, you ain't been to the bar on Fifty Second, right? Man, they got yeah perks, everything. Because one time I went to a bar in uh, Tijuana, and they were just selling us Coke, like, at the bar. Like, nothing. They just give it to you. Like, oh, yo, let me get another one. Boom. They just Tijuana? Yeah. I mean, it, 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 certain countries is not another country. It's another world. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? 
Like like shit that they think normal, we don't think normal. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So like them them selling you some coke uh, across the bar is probably as equal as you going to a bar here. Like let me get double shot uh, uh, Jack Daniels. Right. That's yeah. actually that's what sucks is that we live in such a law abiding country that you can't get away with that kind of stuff because it's cool to know that in Mexico you can just be a bar that sells drugs. Mm-hmm. You pay the cops off. Mm-hmm. You got the cartel protecting you. You're paying mm-hmm. them off, probably. It's probably not as good as I'm making it sound, but at least you have that freedom. Nah, nah, man. You crazy if you think it ain't that simple. <laughs> That's life in places. You know what I'm saying? Even mm-hmm. in America, still. It's little rinky-dink operations around this bitch, and there's dirty police officers around here mm-hmm. that get a couple dollars and shit. You know what I'm saying? Hell yeah. I know it is. How'd you, how far did you get into, and you don't have to be super specific, but how far did you get into... The criminal world before you were like, you know what? I need to be making money as a rapper and on the legal side of things. All right, me getting, me getting in trouble uh, didn't make me want to rap or, or, uh, or didn't make me see uh, a formidable future in rap. I was rapping just because it was some shit that came along by second nature. So. But as far as me going far off into the criminal world, they're pretty far. Uh, I'm a two-time felon. I can't, I can't leave the country. Um, I get caught with or around a firearm. It's a five flat. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm. yeah, I did a bunch of bullshit. I've probably been arrested about 11 times, some shit like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, the first, but the first felony I caught, the, the first, the first one, I didn't do it. Really? Oh, my, my, I didn't do it. Tell I got, me about it. All right, so <laughs> I'm at my grandma's house. First and foremost, I used to live in Gross Point. Gross Point is a suburb in Detroit. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. I used to live in Gross Point with my cousin Lou for a little while. You know what I'm saying? Now, I'm not living there now. I'm at my grandma's house. I'm working at, um, where am I working at? At the Ambiance. It's a little bar on Congress downtown. It's a bar back. I'm working at Ambiance. Police come to my grandma's house. We need you to come down to the police station, talk to us. For what? Uh, on Blase Split date. Oh, no, yeah, I, I can say you a trip. I wasn't there. Uh-huh. Close the door. You feel me? What the fuck? I, I wasn't there. They come back again. Cause we still need you to come down. I'm like, for what? I wasn't there. I'm not fucking with y'all. I don't want to come talk to y'all. I ain't been in Gross Point in almost a year. You know what I'm saying? They leave. I get locked up. Um... Cause we got pulled over like in the burb somewhere and we had a fucking bag of weed on us. So we go to jail. All my homeboys get out. I'm still in jail. I'm wondering why the fuck I'm in jail. Because Gross Point is coming to get me. You feel mm. me? So Gross Point come and get me from that jail and take me to the today jail and break it down to me. What the fuck we So I'm like, what's going on? Do you know such and such? Yeah, I know that nigga. All right, you ever seen this lady before? No, I never seen you. Well, she identified you out of lineup saying you snatched her purse. This is my thing about the person that snatched the purse. That's insulting, right? Man, I was so <laughs> fucking mad because whoever the the actual purse snatcher was didn't even get her purse. Mm. So if I was down bad, like I was fucked up to where I was snatching purses, I'm like, Mr. Officer, it wouldn't have been no attempt purse snatching. I would have mm. had her purse. Flat the fuck out. I ain't never snatched a purse in my life. Never was that fucked up to where I had to be out like snatching fucking right, purses. Yeah. So, Did you want to be like, officer, I'm capable of a lot worse than man, that, man. <laughs> it's so many words I'm trying to tell you, but we go to court, you feel me? I, I take it to trial. 
Like my homeboy was working at the ambiance with me. You feel me? So I had him as a witness. Um, I had the notes. I had uh, like a letter from my boss and all that type of shit saying I was at work that day. Woo -woo. The letter was uh, what they what they call it inadmissible or whatever the fuck. Mm -hmm. They couldn't use the letter. They they told me because it wasn't laminated. So they said they can't use the letter from my boss because it's laminated. The letter saying that you were at work somehow wasn't admissible because it wasn't laminated. As if anything is ever laminated unless you Any go out of your way, way to have it laminated. Yeah. And then my homeboy, you feel me, retarded, and the lawyer, you feel me, she hit him with all the sweet-ass lawyer questions and, and fucking him up and tripping him up on his answers. And then the fucking whole jury was like, mm. you know what I'm saying? And I'm on stand. I'm like, man, listen, if I was going to snatch a purse, I would have took her purse. Like, flat out. I don't care how y'all saying it, but I wasn't there. And, yeah, I fucking lost the case. And so you ended up doing how long for that? Um, like six months. Did that? Let me out. That must have been brutal. Like being that you not only didn't do it, but you weren't there. There was just no fucking. There's no case. I was pissed. I was pissed. And like the lady was there in court, and I'm looking at her ass. I'm like, bitch, you know you never seen me before. Right. Like you know, like you know this, and yeah. So that was that was my first felony, and then the second one was I got caught with a gun, and yep, and I, I've been scot free since. Um. About two thousand and when I get off when I get off papers, I got papers last year. Uh huh. I got papers last year in like August or something like that. So So you feel like you've been able to turn up a lot more since then in terms of like yeah. advancing your career? Yeah, like okay, so on probation, you know it's a lot of guidelines. Right. So my first six months I was on tether. I was on I was on an ankle monitor. And with the ankle monitor, I was fucking, they was letting me travel and shit. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, people go to court saying they're a rapper, but then it's like, if you're an actual rapper and you can prove it, like with track race and shit like that, they let you go. Uh -huh. So that was, I was on tour with, I'm on the Jeezy tour, fucking ankle monitor on, all kind of shit. Go get through that six months, they take the ankle monitor off. Then I was supposed to get early, early release from probation because I paid all my money. They kept me on probation for the full two years. Um, I had to drop for like the first year down there a year and a half you know what i'm saying but i still was smoking every day right I, but how I, you how do you pass those piss tests certo gel what, what's that uh pectin pectin yeah the shit they make jelly with jelly so and jam you, you squirt that oh you just you you eat it so eat it's it. not like a fucking piss tank thing that you it lock use your kidney up. right okay it turn it turn your dirty piss into jelly oh really wow yeah that's crazy mix it in the fucking gatorade that and it worked like that good Damn. It's like two bucks. But you were that committed to the weed, huh? Hell yeah, I can't stop smoking weed. I, 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 I couldn't, it, that wasn't even an option for me to try to stop smoking weed. Right. Like, it wasn't. You know what I'm saying? And they, they used to have to do home visits, so like my whole house smelled like weed. You feel me? So they used to put, oh, it smell like you smoking. Listen, bitch, I've been smoking in the house for forever. You can't paint over weed, you can't spray it out, no nothing. My house is gonna smell like weed every time you come here. Uh -huh. You gotta prove that I don't smoke weed, which I will still smoke weed. Like, I be done just put a blunt out before she pulled up type <laughs> shit. You know what I'm saying? But I argue it down, like, it's in my walls, you can't move it. Like, it's, you feel me? But no. it was easier to drink this shit than to, like, get somebody else to piss in a thing and then yeah, you. Yeah, it's too much. Were they it's watching you piss and shit? Was it, would it have been yeah, hard yeah. to do that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They know you can't, you can't, no whizzinator, none of that shit. I take my ass right to Myers, Walmart, you give me some. Um, Serto gel, just throw that bitch in the 32 ounce Gatorade, drink it, re rock it with some water, drink it again, right. get the dirty piss out one time, then go on that bitch and piss clean. But think about how fucked up this system is. So you get a felony from not robbing somebody, mm -hmm. 
And then you get another felony for having a gun on you, which mm -hmm. let's be honest, everybody got a gun on them and everybody realistically needs a gun. Like somebody like you need a gun. Yeah, they tried to make they tried to make it seem like Okay, so when they when they pulled up on us, I was in the back seat of uh, my homie car and I had my arm and my leg on the seat. Uh -huh. I got my leg on the back seat because that's how I was riding with the pistol. I ride with the pistol up under my leg, uh -huh. and I'm the only nigga in the back seat. Right. So I got it under my leg. See the police pull up, ooh, ooh, they hop out, flashlights in the car, all this dumb ass shit, you feel me? So when he see the gun in his head, he think I dropped the gun. So they, I'm like, bro. I'm like, don't even. I'm like, come on, man. I'm like, this bitch been sitting here the whole time. I ain't moved, no nothing. Right. So they, they tried to make that thing, but like my, my arrest for that pistol, <clears throat> Was probably the worst arrest. Like, just they fucking, scary as fuck. No, not even. Just the police was dick faces, man. Fucking, hey, hey. Uh, as soon as we get in the in the in the county jail, you feel me? Nigga, lift my head up so he could take a picture of me on his phone oh, because man. I like I was a known rapper at the time. So he take a picture of me on his phone. You feel me? When we get back there to processing, they throw my fucking music on all the monitors. Like they got fucking Stacy, my my rap music videos playing in the jailhouse and niggas come like y'all niggas bang us out of here and they see me in there and you feel but me? But are they just fucking with you or are they trying to make nah, all the other prisoners want to fuck with you? They just trying to make all the they just making everybody know that I was there. Right. Like, but you don't want to be hot in yeah, there. No, <laughs> you want to be low key. Bitch, I mean that bitch chilling and I'm talking about niggas just coming in, new 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 uh new prisoners just coming in, coming in, coming in, and they already know I'm there because they talking about me up there in process in the book and like they up there bragging that they lock me up. So like when niggas get to the cell, they like, man, I thought they was lying, but you really in here. I'm like It's just like a, a, a conveyor belt of like artists and aspiring. Man, man, <laughs> listen, niggas in there auditioning for me, <laughs> rapping, singing. No bullshit. You're Simon Cowell sitting on the man, bench down there. No, I'm like, bro, I just want to go home, bro. Y'all, I'm not about to sign none of you niggas. You feel me? Because at the time, I wasn't even signing people, so it's, it, that, that shit just was irritating. But yeah, and then with the case, they fucking. Um, so you know, you go to court. If one party don't show up, you feel me? You got you got means to get it dismissed. Right. So the officer, the rest of the officers didn't show up to the first court day. Uh huh. Fucking my lawyer moved to get it dismissed. The prosecutor said, yeah, you can dismiss it if you want to, judge. We just gonna go, we gonna go right up another warrant and go find him again. So they they wanted to, you feel me, put that shit on me as, as much as they could to try to derail me. Right. It ain't work, though. It ain't work, because you've been coming up crazy over the past couple of, of, of months in particular. It feels like I, I actually I saw uh, Angela, Angela Yee said it, too, so I felt like I was in good company, because you were the, the number one when we were talking about people that we thought were going to be on it, that we were really surprised weren't on the double XL yeah, cover. Yeah, let me let me say it on the platform because I I went live and voiced my displeasure about that. Yes, I I mean it. I stand on it. It's fully motherfuckers on that XXL list that can't fuck with me. Just, we we not the same caliber. Mm. You niggas' palettes is not as extensive as mine. I got 68, 69 different. Videos on YouTube with a Millions. million or more views. Mm. It's motherfuckers on the XXL list with one video that grossed over a million views. Right. With songs I never heard. And then there's people I've never heard of. And I'm in states that they from all the time. Right. You feel me? I ain't, I ain't, it ain't about me saying them niggas names and shit. But, and, and the motherfuckers that is on there that I do got respect for. And you know what I'm saying? That I felt like actually deserved it. Like a Polo G, a Cowboy, a Ride Wave, a NLE Chopper. That's boo. You know what I'm saying? But you motherfuckers who I don't know and I know other motherfuckers don't know. 
because uh, you, yeah, yeah. It, a little it insulting as somebody who's really it, out here. It hurt me. It hurt me because that was one of the things in my career that I really wanted. You know what I'm saying? I really wanted to be on the XSL. And they could throw you on next year, but it's like, come on. Get, yeah, next get, year. Next year, I would purposely. feel a little late. Next know? year, I'm a purposely, like, I'm straight. Really? I'm cool. So you wouldn't want to Because you look me in my eye twice. I mean, I t- he'll tell you. I t- when I went this time, I really didn't want to do it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I, I didn't like, when I went this time, I didn't even want to do it for real. Mm. You know, I answered the questions, uh, you know, but I, I kind of felt how they was going to swing it. I feel and lo and behold, the list pop up, and this motherfuckers I didn't even know was breathing on the list. <laughs> I felt like, in a weird way, though, the uh, the the Big Sean posse track. I felt like that was like the same type of thing where I was like, "All right, this is exactly the platform that this dude needs to be put on, and needs to be put alongside all these other Detroit legends right now." This is good because this cements the legacy a bit. Yeah, I love I love Sean for that, man. Like I, I told, I tell people, keep telling people. If it wasn't for Shine, uh, people like Eminem would never be on a song with people like me and Drago and Payroll and and Cash Doll. Never, ever. Mm -hmm. It would have never happened if Big Shine didn't do it. That's a big thing. For him, I feel like in terms of him building his legacy as well, people will always look at him as, damn, like he really gave back to a lot of up-and-coming dudes right there. You're going to have respect and love for Shine because as big as he got, as far as he went – he always come home. Big Shine in Detroit every year in November, giving away turkeys in, in the public. He don't got 500 security guards, no none of that. He's at home every year, you feel me, giving back, showing love. It, the, the first time I mentioned his name, and it was in a negative light, he reached out to me. Mm. The first time. As soon as you feel me, somebody asked me about him, and I didn't have any good answers for them about him. And he reached out to me, and we explained ourselves to each other and, and built a rapport. That's dope, because when you're an artist that big, and you really don't need to reach out to, to, to the streets. You don't know? have to, but in, 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 in a lot of circles, it's expected of you. And, mm. and I get it, you know what I'm saying? And that's why I try to, like, if you just a weirdo and asshole, and, and I don't give a fuck about your run or why people bobbing ahead to your music, I don't care that you're from where I'm from. I'm not reaching out. But... I'm not blind. I'm not deaf. A lot of people make good music. You know mm. what I'm saying? So I can't act like I don't see you if you're not a weirdo, if you're not just making no bullshit music, if you're not an asshole and that type of shit. Why wouldn't I reach out? Why wouldn't I at least say what up? Why wouldn't I at least like your picture, comment on it, say anything? Like I, You feel me? Mm. And that's just what I try to do. Like it's, it's a bunch of young artists that don't got shit to do with my brand. They not under me or none of that, but I show them love. You know what I'm saying? Respond to them, do verses for them, post their music on my story, all that type of shit. Right. It's not hard, man. It don't take that much energy. You know what I'm saying? I, yeah, it's my, I have my days where I don't want to post shit, but I can post and I do post. So, right. Or just responding and just responding and acknowledging. Acknowledgement don't take no energy at all. Detroit's having a moment for sure. And you're kind of like Flint. one of the main faces of that right now. And Flint. And Flint, right. And, and, and I, like, I, yeah, it's, it's, it's Detroit to death, all that type of shit, but. Yeah, Flint. I see y'all. Y'all uh-huh. hate Rio, uh, Pac-Man, uh, YNJ, Louis Ray. You feel me? Yeah, the little white boy here, nigga. I can't think of his name. <laughs> yeah, yeah, y'all. I'm fucking with Flint. I used to live in Flint for like right. a year or two. So. Uh-huh. And they just got that settlement from the federal government for the About water thing, right? time. <laughs> you know, they, the, the, the pandemic, pandemic, pandemic. You right. know, they've been dying from water. About four four years now. Right, that's nice to see that that could actually happen. Right, um, but yeah, is that crazy? Do you feel like you are 
you know, because you're on like very good terms with the vast majority of everybody that's kind of blowing up out of that. Do you feel like there is that like communal vibe where everybody is actually like, you know, when we look at like Atlanta at a certain point or Texas at a certain point, there was always moments where there'd be a bunch of artists coming up and they would all just uplift each other. And then you just see like a certain city or a certain scene that maybe hadn't had the light on it so much, just get a totally different level of exposure. I think we at the point to where people are looking at us like they used to look at them other cities. You right. know what I'm saying? But just like, okay, it wasn't, it wasn't too really well-known, and it probably ain't extra well-known about Detroit, but to us, it looked like everybody in Atlanta was brotherly love. Mm. They don't like each other. Right. Like, when you down there in that mix, they don't like each other. Mm. But what they always did was do what, it made, do what made sense for some money. You know what I'm saying? So, like, with Detroit... I ain't the best of friends with everybody. Everybody ain't all brotherly, brotherly, but yeah, everybody present. And it, and it's and it's, it, I can't act like I don't see that everybody present. We all present when it comes to Detroit right now. Mm. You know, <clears throat> pulling from my side a little bit stronger than others, but yeah, everybody present in Detroit. You know what I'm saying? You can go a lot of different ways and get you a verse from a nigga from Detroit, and your fan base would not be disappointed with you. For a long time, it was kind of like a a short list when they would talk about Detroit. It would be like, how you feel about Eminem? How you feel about Dej Loaf? It was a a pretty short list, you know? Yeah, we got got variety. We got more than variety, man. It's a lot of us just doing our thing, and I'm more than proud of motherfuckers because a lot of us was was around each other when we was fucked up, seeing each other on the scene broke and all that type of shit. So mm. it's just see motherfuckers having their way is 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 more than fun, man. See people take care of their people. Motherfuckers' mamas extra happy, ain't working, and you know what I'm saying. Niggas' kids got all the clothes and toys they want. All this shit is fun right now. Mm. Yeah, I guess like maybe on a on a more mainstream level, they're not seeing it necessarily the way that we are, where we mm. see all these people coming up, but. Maybe they are sort of on more of an underground level. Like when we talk about like Rio and Vezo and and even Doug, obviously is that a huge year, right? Vezo is honestly probably my favorite Detroit rapper besides you for sure. Like having him on the podcast a couple months ago was yeah, fire to me. That's my blood cut. Yeah, uh, he is. I'm, uh, that's one of my favorite rappers too. Yeah, you and him bring very similar levels of energy to the track where like just. Potent lyrically retarded, and energy-wise. He fucking retired it. I'm retired it. You know, when <laughs> you naturally retired it, you don't got to you don't got to search far. You know what I'm saying? Like that shit be there. Like our brain's different. And and motherfuckers gotta understand that. Like, if it take you a long ass time to make a song, you probably need not to rap. If you need too much shit for you that goes into your creative process of making a song, you probably need not to rap. Mm. Nigga like this, nigga like me, a, a walk in this door, walk out that door, and be done came up with four, five bars. Right. Just off looking at some shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to rap about so much shit that I seen to here tonight when mm-hmm. I go to the studio. That's, that's just how it is, man. Like, me and him, we make good music together, but he makes good music on his own, and I make good music on my own, too. So, like, our energy always going to be there because it was, it was a real relationship before it was a rap relationship. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, he was just he was just my cousin that was the big rapper, and he ain't never treat me like, nigga, nothing other than family right like always no matter what he had going on he always was tapped in with me so. for sure mm-hmm. um one person we didn't mention which is one of your most unlikely songs to be one of your biggest songs is bfb Pac-Man. Isn't, that, isn't that crazy he the goat did you not you, you probably did not see that being one of your biggest songs no i didn't see I didn't see me being the reason motherfuckers would look at him. 
because mm. I've been listening to Pac-Man for a minute. Really? Like I said, I'd be a fool or I'd be lame to act like I don't see or hear nothing that's coming out of my state. Right. Pac-Man Ben Cole, I ain't make that nigga fire. He had a video on No Jumper like a year before that song came out, which is crazy that I had seen it and totally forgot about it. Like, he he, he been fired. Fat motherfucker can rap, man. He Mm. really can rap and he he can entertain and... It's not a character with him. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's him. You call him right now, you probably going to say some wild shit when you answer the phone, like call you sexy or something. Right. Like, he just, he crazy. That's Pac-Man. But I, I I was a fan of him, and we was we was just trying to work the schematics out of the song for a long time. Like, we had been in contact for a minute. You know what I'm saying? So we just happened to be in the, in the, in the same place, and I'm like, man, I'm... Let me go ahead and knock the shit out instead of just keep on pushing it to the side. So you guys were together when you did that? Yeah, we did. Okay. He, he already had the song done. Right. So his verse was actually just one long verse. And right. He cut it in half. Oh, okay. So mine was one long verse too. Uh-huh. And they and they, they just mixed it up into four verses. You right. feel me? But yeah, um we was in Texas. We was in Houston. That's fire. No, we was in Houston. We recorded the shit and shot the video the same night. You don't think that the HIV positive shirt was a little much? Good Lord, they got shit to do with me. <laughs> you know, that be, that, 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 that's where a lot of motherfuckers get shit fucked up at. What you worried about what he wearing for? Unless he got on, if I got there and he got on the see-through, mm. you feel me, with his dick out and all that type of shit. I yeah. wouldn't be surprised. And I, yeah, we wouldn't have been there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We'd have seen what dog had on and pull it right the fuck off. Like, right. yeah, no, this ain't what we here for. This is like a rave or something. But that, is this you being more open-minded towards stuff like that than you would have been earlier in your life? Because for some reason, I'm picturing side a baby just you know hanging out in the crib and one of your homies shows up with an HIV positive shirt on you might be like nah you gotta go home we might we, we probably wouldn't have, <laughs> we probably wouldn't have sent them home but we'd let that nigga have it all day oh yeah yeah he'd have got he'd have got jokes galore all oh, yeah. day so you what you had to open your mind a little bit yeah yeah, yeah man <laughs> motherfucking he'd have had to listen one of my homeboys pull up with an HIV shirt on you gotta get the fuck on. Like right now, we we go, you gonna get these jokes, and then you got you gotta tell us what's going on. You feel me? Like like, is you serious? Right. Because yeah, if you is serious, why you telling the world? And right. then for two, yeah, nah. Uh-uh. <laughs> uh, but no, nah, um, he had the hoodie on, man. Shit was funny, man. We all was laughing at it. Right. And we, we I, I was already familiar with him wearing the the, the one shirt. That's his sense of humor. Yeah. Still positive, like you funny as hell. You know, I grew up with a lot of people who would make jokes like that. It's just not really that common in hip hop, I feel like. No, it's not. Anything he doing right now is uncommon. He don't get dressed. Do you notice that? Yeah, that's true. He just kind of pulls up and whatever. Pac-Man don't get fucking dressed. He wears swim trunks and flip-flops everywhere. He's the only rapper I've ever interviewed who just posted photos of him with random employees like one of the editors Man, and like he funny he's, just, he's just posted up with them with his arms he all around because he's not gonna quit his job until he gets some real money mm. That's what a lot of niggas fuck up, man. They get one good song, think that mean quit your job. Right. That mean quit your job, bro. Mm. You better make sure you got you some consistent money. The mailman job? You're a government employee. You don't want to let that go. It's consistent money. And until until he got consistent cheese that's more than the cheese that he's making from being a mailman, he don't need to quit. Right. You know what I'm saying? And as and as big as and as big as people would like to think he is, he ain't that big yet. Right. So he still can deliver deliver mail to all white people and they not know that he's a rapper. Still a grind. Yeah, stack your cheese up. Yeah. He the Adam Sandler rap. <laughs> you feel me? I can see that. You know, Adam Sandler rich as hell. Well, he makes he himself never... the butt of the joke. That's what I'm trying he to fuck, tell you. You know, he like That's lets you, you. you kind of laugh at him, but meanwhile, he's also getting you to pay attention to him. Exactly. And you ever see, you can Google Adam Sandler right now. Mm-hmm. You ain't never seen Adam Sandler with no expensive nothing on in public. <laughs> 
hoop shorts, uh, croc flops, uh, gas station sunglasses, long ass t-shirts. You ain't never seen him with expensive nothing on in public, mm -hmm. and he's richer than damn near every other actor who be acting. Right. That ever make you think about just getting rid of the chains and the Amir? No, not me. No? <laughs> not me. I'm from that white way. You can you go Old Navy on them? Hell no. You understand. I ain't had no money. You feel me? Right. Yeah. I want lobster burger, all that dumb ass shit. Mm. Yeah, expensive it up. Right. I'm not tripping. <laughs> well, yeah, what kind of stuff do you spend money on that actually brings you happiness? The lobster burger. Damn, that sounds pretty good. Video games. Video games. Hell yeah. I load my fucking... You got mad V-Bucks? What? <laughs> I was spent so much fucking money on goddamn on VC and 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 listen, if a game got add-ons, mm. I'm there. Right. I'm there. I want the skins, nigga. I want the new theme music, nigga. All that shit. Mm. Like I'm playing. Uh, we was playing Need for Speed Heat, right? Mm. I'm like, damn, this shit fun. I want the little racing chair and the steering wheel. So I get it. Get the racing chair, steering wheel. My cousin put it together for me. You feel me? Fall in love with it. You feel me? Shit, fun as hell. Need for Speed Heat, the new one. Uh -huh. I get to buy other racing games. Every other racing game ass to me. Terrible. Not fun. You feel me? It's extra serious. Tire pressure. And I'm like, bro. <laughs> I just want to paint this bitch. You feel me? Put motor in it. And nigga, let's ride. So I fucking pay $800 for a racing game chair for one game. Right. Hey, I respect one, that. Yeah, so it's just like, yeah. But I, I, I that's... I love buying video games and I love buying um, gym uh, basketball clothes because I, I, I play basketball a lot. And when I was younger, I couldn't afford none of the good hoop shoes or mm. the sweet shorts and the ankle braces and all that shit. So when I go hoop now, yeah, I'm fresh as hell. Mitchell and that shorts, matching tights. I got some Jordans and jogging pants to walk in the gym with. You feel me? Mm. I might be hooping in some shoes that just came out. All type of shit. Yeah. I, I be acting like I'm in the NBA. Treat the gym like the club. You got to go there well, and flex. I be fresh as hell hooping. I, I ordered piston shirts with my name on the back. <laughs> all type of shit. Yeah, I ain't. Yes. That's yes. dope. But I ain't the nigga with all the shit on that can't hoop, though. Mm. You feel me? I'm look sweet and bush ass. So the, the lane sipping and the weed smoking ain't slowed you down on I'm the just, court? I'm just a different built type of nigga. You just fight know. through it. I, ain't, I don't know what it is, but when we get out there, I'm hooping. Just the like when I perform. The, the cardio is still strong? Hell yeah. Okay. I be straight, don't I? Hey, man, some people are just built for this. I just watched this Usain Bolt documentary. Yeah, he di his, his body different. He could have been doing anything. He was Literally, a superhero, you like, know? Like, dog body different. Like, he's yeah. the only nigga that, you feel me, running 20, 20, 20 plus miles per hour. Right. And can pose. Like, posing mid-run, running 20 miles oh, an yeah, hour. Oh, yeah, that one photo where he just what? looks at the camera. <laughs> How you got time to look at that camera, smile at it, and don't lose your footing? Mm. You know, when you doing shit that fast, you feel me? Like you like on a bike or running or anything, treadmill, the moment you break concentration, one second, catastrophe. Mm. You feel me? You fall, anything. It's like Namir just fell off the little motorbike the other day. Right. You see, he, he lifted his hand one time. I think he tried to fix a dread or something. <laughs> Smack. Mm. Can't do it. So for him to be able to break focus and smile at the camera and then still win the race by like four steps 
Yeah, he different. You saying different. The crazy thing is that he can describe, like, in that 10 seconds that he's running, he can describe, like, this whole emotional roller coaster of all the shit that was going through his head as he did that, where it's like he's oh and I looked over here and I seen him doing this and I and I realized like oh okay so I so I really started to go for it and he's like describing so much that's going on in his head in that 10 seconds like these dudes reach a completely different level as athletes once you're that fast or that <coughs> experienced I guess yeah well he was the fastest motherfucker since who uh Michael Johnson yeah, I don't know who that guy was before him. I think it was Michael Johnson. There's people nipping at his heels his who uh, messing with his records now. It was Johnson, right? Yeah, it was Michael Johnson. Right. The, um, the guy who set the record uh, the night of the Centennial bombing. Uh-huh. Yeah, Michael Johnson. You feel sure. like you could, you could have been a great athlete if you had taken your attention and put it in that direction? I had scholarships. Really? For yeah, basketball? Yeah, for basketball. I could have. I go with the college. I just, you feel me? The school part. This shit was never fun. Uh-huh. It was never fun. You never, just couldn't ever, handle ever it? No, and I can't really just blame it on my grades because I got locked up my 12th grade year, so I don't know what I would have did. Right. But, yeah, um, Saginaw, uh, Saginaw Valley State, Grand Valley, Saginaw Valley State, Grand Valley State, Texas Corpus Christi, and a bunch of little Juco shit. Right. Damn. Yeah, could have. Could have. Wanted to. But, shit, other shit was happening, and... I really ain't know what I wanted to do around the town. I just was living. A lot of guys seem to, like, realize at a certain point, like, damn, like, all this exercise and weight training and being in the gym all this time, like, ah, it's crazy, though, because there is that dynamic where, like, the rappers are looking at the ball players, like, wanting to be them, and the ball players are looking at the rappers wanting to be them. I mean, right now, you could do it, though. Right. Do what you want, man. I think Dame just dropped a song. Dame Lillard just dropped a song today, yesterday, right. uh, called Kobe or something. I got a song with Damian Lillard. I feel like the the basketball players look at the rappers and are like, damn, I wish I could like do drugs and drink in public and fucking be publicly messy with girls and shit. And like, as an athlete, you're not really allowed to do all that much of that. It's frowned upon heavily. Mm. But shit, that's the life they pushed them in, so I don't know mm. why they don't like them to do it. You know what I'm saying? The fucking the team meetings and dinners they be having fucking cognac and shit. So mm. you know, you, I I I know LeBron have a fucking dinner every All Star year. Right. Every every All Star weekend he have a fucking dinner. You feel me? And only only certain niggas that he fuck with out the league get invited, and they turning up. <laughs> shit. You watch the Last Dance, right? Yep. You know Best what? Documentary ever. You know what scene got me was when uh, Jordan and Pippen and them were all just sitting around cracking beers. And they're so hyped on just drinking these ice cold beers, and I'm I'm like, I've never all, seen like, grown men. I, I just want a cold one. I'm, <laughs> I'm like, about never, this all day. Never seen grown men this excited about beer in my whole fucking life. But do you see them drinking beer in the locker room? Mm, no. Nah. What well, that scene wasn't no. That was some kind of press thing. They always. I'm just on. saying, it's it's back then that shit was it, you could do it. Right. And there's nothing wrong with it. Mm. Why the fuck they got to be? You know what I'm saying? Like. When's the last time you cracked a beer? Shit, a week ago. <laughs> yeah. I drink a, I drink a Modelo from time to time because you feel me. I'm in touch with my Mexicans. Right. Yeah. I ain't I ain't, I ain't tripping on a beer. No, it was a Corona. Mm. I had drunk I had drunk Corona with my DJ. So my DJs are drunk. Damn, the Mexicans are very loyal to the Coronas. Anytime no, you pull up in a Mexican, those those no, my, are there. My DJ not Mexican. He's just a drunk. They like fucking Coronas. <laughs> my. my my Mexicans is, is really Mexicans. They live in Arvin. You ever heard of Arvin? Arvin? No. It's in California. Arvin, California. Okay. Population like 12 people. You feel <laughs> me? And I know eight of them. And they just live out there with mad guns? 
bunch of fucking guns in, in Modelo. Mm. And Michelala and fucking, yeah. The Buchanan's and Pineapple, yeah. And Arvin, California. It's like Ar- Arvin's right next to fucking Lamont and right by Weed Patch. And, right. Yeah. All right, quick mention from our sponsor. Because keeping it light isn't working, Hulu presents Woke, a new comedy series inspired by the life and work of artist Keith Knight. Watch as Woke takes an absurdly irreverent look at identity and culture as it follows Keith, an African-American cartoonist finally on the verge of mainstream success when an unexpected incident changes everything. With a fresh outlook on the world around him, Keith must now navigate the new voices and ideas that confront and challenge him, all without setting aflame everything he's built. Starring Lamorne Morris, Blake Anderson, T. Murph, Rose McIver, and Shashir Zamata, Woke. All episodes now streaming exclusively on Hulu. Visit hulu.com slash woke for more. Did you know who Addison Ray was before she danced to your song? No. That's that one white girl that you posted <laughs> uh, who uh, she's like the biggest person on TikTok, I'm pretty sure. No, I didn't know. She's got like, Is that the one that was looking sad? Uh, no, I think she's looking pretty happy. You posted on Instagram like a few posts ago, and she's the little white girl, and she's dancing, just having a good time. She's got oh, like the one who jumped out the bed. Sixty million on there or something. Yeah, I don't the one know. who jumped out the bed. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. I didn't know who she was, but I, I know my um my little cousins. They had they had a bunch of shit to say about it. Hey, <laughs> she's doing it wrong. And, uh, yeah, my little cousin Lulu, man. She, uh, she's supposed to. Uh, they're like, like protective over me and shit, you feel me? Right. Like that must be of, weird for them to see like the other side of TikTok starting to embrace something that up to that point was like, you're theirs, I'm you know? T- I'm going to tell you how deep it got for them. They was like, you got me fucked up. They wouldn't made a group. They called themselves the Little Whoops. <laughs> Quick as hell. They, I swear to God, they sent me a routine because they already did a TikTok to it, but they, they made the group and sent me the routine and shit. And yeah, man. Yep. So wow. I didn't know, but they know. All the kids know. You feel me? Like some some other girl, um, woman just posted it. Uh, Shay Mitchell. Uh-huh. She had like twenty eight fucking million followers on Instagram. Right. She just put it on her page on Instagram. I'm like, how does that feel though? Because it's it's so weird to have your song be popular in a way that is so detached from you, where they're enjoying it, but they don't need to know anything about you to that's be what enjoying I'm about to it. Tell you, like, yeah, no. Oh yeah, but it's it's still good. It's still good for the growth. It's not bad at all. Nah, yeah. You feel me? But yeah, they still are gonna go head like, on to Spotify and listen to it. And they like, did y'all just do the Pee Wee Herman? And I'm like, I'm like, it's, it's now formally known as the Scuba. <laughs> the Pee Wee Herman? That's what they called it. Hey, is Pee Wee Herman alive? Yeah. Oh yeah, we gotta tap in. Bro, he got his whole career canceled just because they caught him jerking off in a movie theater. That's normal shit. <laughs> well, it's like I think it was a adult movie theater. He not the only nigga that jacked off in the movies. They didn't even have online porn back then. Like, like I mean, so what? He could have gone to the video store though. Hey, Pee Wee, where you at? Hey, look, gang, get tap him in a video in, or something. That'd be hard. Tap in, and we saying you bitch squad, nigga. Everybody horny. It ain't no matter, nigga. Come on, come on. I need you in the video. God, that would be so weird to get caught doing these and days. And I'm going to some bitches for you. You ain't got to jack off. But he was like a kid's star, too. So him jerking off in the movie theater was sort of like extra controversial, you know? At the time he got caught jacking off, he wasn't no kid's car. So shit. Right. Kids was growing as hell. They was jacking off. <laughs> they, probably, they, they, they probably ain't get it. They know, you can't jack off. Right. Yeah, man. No. Thank God we live in the age of internet porn where you don't have to worry about that shit, you know? 
porn free as hell. That's weird to imagine that we are both too young to have gone through the phase in life where you had to go to the video store to cop some porno. <laughs> That feels so remember, weird to think about doing. No, I remember. I remember. I was watching porno, and my fucking my daddy still was in the house. Uh huh. So I'm thinking I got the shit low enough. <laughs> 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 and I just I heard his TV go mute. He's like, "Hey, dude." I'm like, "Yeah, man, what you watching back there?" Oh shit! I'm like, "Nothing." Oh man, I'm so fucking scared. I scared as hell. It fucked me up that he could hear it though. But I'm so retarded. I'm not knowing that like, yeah, he in the front room, but my bedroom is like, like the wall is next to the, the right. front room. So. Oh man, man, he done muted. He probably muted his TV because he was talking on the phone or something. And heard, uh, uh. I'm like, oh shit. Yeah, my daddy always. I ain't never admitted that to to today. Damn. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. He ain't go watch the interview though. I'm not gonna lie though. When I was like. 16 me and my friends went to montreal to ride bmx bikes and we we went into the the dirty magazine stores and we caught mad dirty magazines so wait yo went to canada yeah so how so how, how, how is canada shaped because it's close to here too yeah, it's just the entire land mass above the usa in north america more or less so what so what we close to i mean that, that's the city if you want to drive like 30 hours north right now, you'd be in like Vancouver. No. Oh, from Detroit? No, in Detroit. No, like Canada yeah. sit right on our, our what's the name? I'm from right outside Boston. So for us, we could like drive however many hours north and we'd just be right in Montreal. No, we, we, we drive across a bridge. So it's not an hour, like not even an hour. Oh, yeah. Because like you, you guys are much more. Bridge. Right, yeah. Hey, that's all you got to do, right? That's all Canada. <laughs> He's showing them a picture of North America. <laughs> And Mexico is the shit down there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's a fucking it's a little bridge right there, man. You could just go. I went. I've been to Canada once. Right. How old were you? I was a kid. I was actually my cousin Ashley who out there. Her mama took us. Right. You feel me? Auntie Melody. We went to fucking um. Went wherever we went to Canada, I just remember strawberry popcorn. Uh huh. They had that. They have it. I'm sure we could find some of that for you if anybody wants to send us some. Um, do you do you remember uh, or how bad does it upset you that you can't leave the country now? And is that ever going to go away? All right. So the only reason that will bother me is because I want to go to Tokyo. Mm. Like I just think Tokyo looks sweet at night times. So Crazy. I want to go, but I kind of don't want to go to Tokyo because like I smoke too much weed. Oh yeah, it's bad for that. Yeah, it's it's it super strict with the weed over there. Like you go in jail for a year or something by the gram. That's one of the only places I've gone where I didn't even have it in me to try to sneak a weed pen in. No, I didn't even try it. No, I'm not playing. I'm not, yeah. I wouldn't even play with them. So like, just know how much I like weed. I would see if I would bite the bullet just to do that. And give uh, yourself a break, you know. Give yourself a week where you're not smoking. You might what? like it. Life for what? To go to Tokyo, see see, see how the Japanese are living. Like weed, <laughs> you like it that much, huh? I love weed, and and then the other place would be uh, Italy. Like I want to mm. taste like real Italian food because they say like they say our Italian food is like sweet. They say over there is like more bitter, and you feel me? I just want to taste the difference in it. Mm. It's like the cheese is stronger or some shit. Yeah, definitely. I'm trying to think of where I would recommend that you go that I've been on Earth. I don't know. You should go to Tulum. <laughs> That's where AD's going this weekend. I was just talking about that. You you ain't been to Mexico though. Mm-mm. 
You should definitely go there. That's, that's, it's it's need hectic. Passport to go to basketball, do you? It would be so funny if me and you were you sitting here talking about Tulum right now. Yeah. Wait. Yeah, you do, right? You do these days. You used to not need it. What the fuck is a hands license? Oh, that shit that you gonna need for the airport in a minute? We could sneak you in. Maybe you can get an exception because you're a rap star. Whole lot of choppers on they the They need ass. like facial recognition. Maybe you just get in real good with the cartel and they could sort of escort you in. No. You never did any work with them in your prior life? Mm. <laughs> you don't got an old cartel connect you can call on? I cartel, man. They, <laughs> yeah, they come, they come. Right. Go straight on them. No? It's mm. a bad connection to have? Probably not, though. Probably a little too deep in the streets. Maybe you don't want that at this point in your life. No, I just, I, I just feel like you pissed them off. Yes. Like, if you piss them off, you feel me? And I got a tendency to piss people off. Right. And I just know we ain't gonna, you feel me? We ain't gonna be scared of them niggas. But I just know they gonna win. You seen Ozark? <laughs> you don't want that to be your That's life. That's what I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> it's the fucking Ozarks, man. It's like, no, man, they serious. Right. No, I don't know. No, they could have you just posted up in the woods, forced to embezzle money through a strip club. Actually, it would be kind of lit, though. Back of fucking casino or the uh, water. I feel like if you started a strip club, though, that like the Sada Baby strip club would be, people would be coming from all around the fucking country and world to support that business. I think if I started anything and like put my name on it and like made it something like right about now, it would be something that's hot. Mm. So I'm thinking like, what's, what's everybody go first and make a restaurant, right? Restaurants, uh, Pretty good entry point, yeah. So or like we, a clothing store. So we need the restaurant where you can smoke. Mm. How's the attitude on smoking where you live? In Detroit? It's, it's legal. They're pretty cool about it now? We legal in Detroit. That must be nice. Change of pace yeah. since when you were a kid, huh? It's been street legal, though. Like, they ain't never really gave a fuck about weed. Really? Uh-uh, in New York City, where I lived for a long ass time, Smoking weed was actually treated like this grave fucking offense. So to be there sitting on the porch smoking a blunt now is yeah. weird. No, the first time I went to New York, it still was strict. Right. I was I was smoking. I was I was I wasn't even smoking yet. I was rolling the blunt on the <laughs> sidewalk, and somebody just told me like, "You gotta watch out with the weed. I heard they be tripping." I'm like, "Nigga, I'm rolling the blunt." It Man. was the kind of thing where everybody was smoking, but if you saw somebody smoking a blunt, they'd be very like head on swivel, like trying to. Always having to look around and shit because you really were looking out for the cops, which is hard to remember now. Listen, when I say I, I looked up while I was rolling the blunt and the paddy wagon was rolling up, I seen them. I'm like, I ain't think about them niggas. I looked down. By the time I looked up, I heard the door shut and that nigga was walking over to me. Right. Hey, what you got? <laughs> Ooh. Oh, you got a little blunt there, huh? Yeah. I'm like, he like, yeah, just don't, he like, just don't, 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 don't spark it. I'm like, yeah, y'all are different in New York. <coughs> you didn't get arrested, though? No, nah, he got back in the paddy wagon. That's nice. But, like, just the fact that I almost went to jail for rolling that bitch, yeah, I was scared. Let me ask you this. Are you sauce family now? What you mean? Like, am I signing the sauce? I mean, I just see you uh, being very, very good terms with him, doing, doing songs with That's some of the... That's my nigga. That's my brother. Right. I love sauce to death. How long you known him, and where'd that relationship come from? Our relationship came from his uncle Twine and my homie Blind, them wanting me to.
to make my presence in Houston a little bit stronger. Mm-hmm. And um, I had been met Sanchi like years ago. Like Sanchi be so damn high. The night I met him, I'm telling him I'm from Detroit. He like, nigga, you ain't from Detroit. He like, nigga, you know Sada Baby? Mm-hmm. I'm like, nigga, I'm Sada Baby. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, that like, must have been oh, weird. Damn, man. Like was, Sada Baby is like this this legend. It was like it was it's, a myth or something. Not, not that it's a person, it's an idea. It's yeah, he like nigga, he like nigga, he, he ain't from Detroit, nigga. You know Sada Baby, nigga. I'm like nigga, that's me. And why he saying it, nigga? That, like my video was on the TV. We was in Austin, like side by side with. So I he saying it, my video on the TV. I'm like nigga, look, didn't look at me. Right. But It, it it just was a demand for me in Houston for a long time. I never went. Uh-huh. So I finally went to Houston this year and just wanted to see what it was. First time I went, took like 30 people with me. We had fun. We liked the vibes. We liked everybody there. It was cool. You feel me? Then fucking um, me and my brother DT, we went back. Mm-hmm. And, you know, shit, we was around Saucer. We still be around Saucer and, and his family and friends when we down there. And yeah, it's just it's just it's it's really a street relationship, man. Because the nigga got a lot of business going on down there, and we make sure shit straight with each other. It's like a real friendship and shit. Yeah, that's my dog, man. That's my dog. On songs, like, you, you guys, he got a label. I got a label. You we guys, both bosses. Your energy level uh, meets on kind of the yeah, same. Yeah, y'all ain't y'all ain't need to hear shit, man. It's just hard for me to get him in the studio mm. because he got a lot of shit going on. You know what I'm saying? It's hard for us our, us to get in there, but when we get in there, yeah. Motherfuckers outside of what you feel me, motherfuckers thinking he had character and all that type of shit, bro. That nigga, he can rap. And he's a smart guy. He's smart as fuck. But he turns it on when it comes time to do the fucking skits. Ooh-wee! He just <laughs> fucking, boom! It's like a no, wrestling look. promo. Like, people people probably think he's always like that, which no. he is kind of like that a lot. Listen, but I've seen the, the chill sauce, too. He, he got it. He got it. He, he got it. He got a, a regular voice, you know what I'm saying, where y'all just kicking and just kicking and just talking and woo-woo. But when when he when he feel like he when he like he said when he cut that shit on when he when when he sauce when when it's all the way there, yeah it ain't nothing it ain't nothing like 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 fake about it like he, he all the way there like he y'all be in a galleria his bitch had be bouncing around that <laughs> motherfucker you feel me sliding on his knees all kind of, I'm telling you doing karate kicks and shit like that's him right. that, that, that's him that's him just like when I'm all the way turned up we'd be in the crowd I just scream right. You feel me? I scream out of no fucking where. That, that's that's what that. it is to be a rapper. You got you get to live in a way that allows you to still have that sort of childlike energy mm-hmm. and to express it. Because if you were a stockbroker, that just would not be accepted for you to be screaming into your phone and like all this, just having fun. You know, like it, it sort of just allows you this freedom. You see me just look back there. What? Ain't shit back there. That's some shrooms. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm wondering how much that's affecting me, too. I do feel kind of good. Hey, yeah. my legs feel good as <laughs> I need something to drink. I need something to drink. Hold on. Laura, can we uh, grab on. a water or two? <laughs> Ain't nothing back there. So you're enjoying your first shroom experience here. It's like yeah, Joe friggin' Rogan. It. I do feel it, though. We out here, bro. We can pull some coke out, too. Weed. You ever tried coke before? What'd you say? Get something to go? I got you, Rich. No, look, it's you cool. You get food? <laughs> you know, I ain't, gonna, I, ain't, I ain't gonna lie to you. I, that, see, that's big fish. I, I can't lie to bro about nothing because mm-hmm. he a trad, but if it's something that we we both see it from the ad and be like, no, we're we gonna like, no. Like, the fucking sandwiches they just tried to make us eat. 
fucking cheese blocks on it. Like, cheese blocks. Man, I'm telling him no the whole time to the sandwich. He get the sandwich anyway. He opened it up. Sandwich looked terrible. Like, bro, get the fucking sandwich back. I think that you mentioning the mushrooms has now made me realize how fucked up I am off of mushrooms. Man, listen, and I am 100% feeling it. And it, 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 it I'm not mad about it at all. Because a lot of times when I'm doing the podcast, I'm very, like, intense. I'm only on caffeine. But right now I'm smoking a ton of weed. Like caffeine, I like, what, feel like the monster? Shrimp, so. Huh? Like yeah. monster? Well, coffee, energy drinks, whatever. I drink coffee. You? Yeah, uh, but, the, the little Starbucks joints. But are you on it like you need it every morning when you wake up? I try to act like I do, but I don't. <laughs> you don't really need it? Yeah, like like <laughs> we, the morning the store room, I'm like, yeah, give me a coffee. Right. <laughs> but I don't think I really need it, though. Right. Uh-uh. I, I need like a morning shit. That's my, I got to take a shit in the morning. But if you are, haven't taken a shit yet and you drink coffee or smoke, <laughs> there it go. Yeah, I need yeah, I need that cigarette in the morning, too. Oh, you need a cigarette too? Okay. Yeah, cigarette in the morning on the, yeah, on the toilet. What do you smoke? Uh, shorts, Newport. Okay. Nice. Yeah, yeah. I don't understand the other kind of cigarette. Really? Yeah, like, what the fuck is the point of the bitches that they know if they're not menthol? <laughs> the menthol's the whole point? Yeah. Like, I, man, I tried, man, I tried to smoke a regular cigarette. That shit killed me. I said, bro, man, what is this? <laughs> oh, man, I feel like I was around Lil Xan one time in this one vlog that the fans will remember. He smoked non-menthol? Him and his homies, no. They had the menthol native uh, American spirits, which are, like, the loudest cigarettes like not filtered that shit is so <laughs> gross and they were both smoking two in their mouth at the same time and i was trapped in this fucking jeep or whatever with them and they were just chain smoking two at a time and after that i it made me never want to have a menthol cig again how high are you to where you need <laughs> to listen because you know when you get high is when you want the cigarette right so how high are you you need two of the strongest cigarettes at the same time right <laughs> I don't understand. And that kind of traumatized me. I bummed a Newport off a girl the next week at Royal Loud, and it like brought me back to how toxic that fucking air was in there. And I was like, damn, I feel like I can never smoke a menthol again. But I, I mean, I still do here and there. I, you ever did chew? <laughs> I tried it on the podcast one time. I didn't really understand it. You're into that? <laughs> so look, I've ne- I, I feel like I never met a rap guy who told me that they were into chew. I had chew phase. Damn. No wow. Okay. Me and my nigga Ben, man, we used to act like we was hillbillies. We used to, we used to this. This is what we used to do. <laughs> no, no bullshit. We used to, summer. We used to take our shirt off. You feel? We used to go get a case of beer. Mind you, we 17, 16, uh-huh. 17. He just got. He like he the, the teenager that got the car and shit. Right. Parents always leave him the house, you feel me? So, nigga, it's me, him, and the dog. Take our shirt out, go get a case of beer, you feel me? A little Sunfire. What the fuck makes the Sunfire? Pontiac Sunfire, the car was little as hell. Uh-huh. Go get the case of beer, we get our chew, you feel me? Put a chew in our mouth, and we go to the front lawn, nigga, throw the football with our shirt off, nigga, doing chew, drinking beer with the dog. Damn. On out of drive, that's on the east side, you feel me? So, goddamn, yeah, everybody's right past here, and the fuck's the yeah. Does we it, do it. Do you, football, doing you. Do you ever think you might have been happier back when you didn't have shit going on? Or how, how does that compare in terms of your overall happiness level that you were feeling at that time versus no, how you I've, feel these days? I've been as happy as then now. Mm. For sure. You've always just felt satisfied and positive about life or you don't feel like you were I, trying to escape something back then? I never blame shit on nobody. So whatever, like all the positions I was in, shit was my fault. Really? Yeah, I, yeah, I, I was... 
Nigga, niggas depressed before all that type of shit. Just don't know which way is up. Yeah, but that shit was nobody fault but mine. Mm. So yeah, I, I enjoyed life as much as I could, man. I was broke. You better, you better find something to do. You can't be mad and broke. Right. Yeah, you mad and broke. You ain't going nowhere. <laughs> I had fun while I was broke. There was yeah. a certain joy in it to you. Yeah, everybody loved me. It's all right, you feel me? Motherfucker, get me drunk, get me high. Well, that's interesting though, because you could be broke and feel like a victim of this institutional poverty, or you could be broke and view it as just you know whatever. This is just that's how it is. That's how life is. I was just like I wasn't good at the shit other niggas was good at. Right. You feel me? I don't know how niggas sell a bunch of dope. <laughs> you feel me? I tried it. I fucked it up. I don't know how niggas just keep selling weed without smoking the weed up. Like I kept smoking the weed up. You right. feel me? So. Like I said, yeah, I've been around it. I sold pounds, so you feel me? Been around bricks, all that type of shit. I just, I, I wasn't a good trapper. Mm. But nigga was trapping. If you pull up to a studio session right now and there's a kilo on the table, are you uh, like, I don't want to be around that? I, uh, I can't Man, take that kind of risk being in this environment. No, nah, if there's a brick on the table, we about to see what this, what y'all selling that bitch? Right. Yeah, we got, yeah, Dick still makes it. Ain't nobody retarded. <laughs> Fuck you, man. I want to know who. I want to know who. Who is? Who got a brick here? Right. Shit, nigga. Niggas ain't just got bricks. Yeah. So you feel What's me? What's going on? That's what I'm trying to tell you. Right. Where Unky at? He got to be here. I need to Unky got to be situation. here or around this bitch somewhere. Right. You I, I need to know the brick man. Who is the brick man? I need to know who the brick man is because you got bricks. I can make five hundred lives easier. Really. Man, stop playing. I would be the man. I come back to lose some bricks. Okay, what? What if the cartel oh. reaches out from this interview? They're kind of like, all right, man. Listen, we I saw your no jumper interview, and we'd like to do business. They tap in. Fuck you, talking about. I'm typing nigga. I'm telling you, we get some brick money. I'm going to the label with the brick money. Like, yeah, y'all mm. can chill for a week. Fuck you, mean. There it is. Everybody in the lane will get a week off on me off dope money. They ain't gonna never understand it. <sighs> Thank you. Touching. Gabby had some buffs on. How do you um being that bitch thugging? How do you feel like how do you go about the whole signing artist thing now? Like how do you balance, you know, people you're friends with versus people you really think have talent, giving out those opportunities? Uh what's your thought process on all that now? Shit. Um I ain't got no thought process. Hey, it's fucking mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh, what is a label? What, what is an artist? I ain't doing this shit no more. <laughs> oh, shit. Shut up, one hey, up. This is why you listen, had that in your backpack for listen, so long. Hey, if y'all running back to how I was looking when he asked me that question, I'm like, I know I was looking retarded. I'm trying to figure it out. I'm like, man, what is going on? What fucking hands but, or anything? But you know what like, you could say, though? It's it's kind of like a harmless high, don't you feel like? Well, we didn't just eat too much either. So we didn't enter into the first yeah, couple I'm, times I'm, I did listen, mushrooms. Pff, I ate way too much. I'm extremely terrified of what shamanic means. Right. Yeah. The whole thing that. would be shamanic. We no, ain't, we ain't have. hell no. But this shit feel like, like Molly a little bit. Mm, little tingle. Yeah, that shit like Molly a little bit. You feel me? That's why I quit. That's why I had to quit the Molly. Mm. Molly too strong. That was too crazy. But no, with the label shit, man, you sign somebody, you just gotta 
the artists that that signing people, I hope you doing it out the like the kindness of your heart. Like you feel me? Like you you got genuine interest and want to see that person win that you signing. And then the artists, you just gotta trust them. Mm. It's hard. Is it should be hard for you to trust? Cause it's hard for me to trust now. But you just gotta trust them, man. And you gotta pray and hope that they doing right by you. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I don't really advise nobody to sign to nobody, but. But for the artists that you sign, how do you how much responsibility to do you feel towards them and how much of their life do you then want to take over? Because it's like you could micromanage every element of an artist's thing and really try to turn them into a star. Or you could, you know, give them some money and a chain and fall back and be like, All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna let you figure it out. And it's two very different ways of treating your investment. No, um like I talk to as many as my artists as much as I can, but like with certain artists like Skilla, I'm I'm a little bit more hands-on with the motherfucker because he was like something I actually watched grow. Mm. You know, like I got him out of bad situation. Like he wasn't signed to nobody. He just a bad situation as far as life. Like we always in fucked up just like fucked up situation before in life. So I tried to get him together, and he was real loyal to me. Mm. You feel me? So I talk to him as much as I can and probably like weekly, day if not daily, that I talk to Skiller. Ashley, same way. I try to talk to her as much as I can. But um I wouldn't say I don't feel like no super duper responsibility to them, like they my kids or no shit like that. Mm. But I take their shit serious like mine. And I probably get a little bit more excited when they turn up mm. versus like my own shit. Like when people be like, Oh, Ashley got the best voice I ever heard, I'd be like, Yes. Hmm. You feel me? Or like, Skiller Baby the hardest, and he, nobody talking like, ain't he don't young nigga talking like that. Like, I love seeing them getting their kudos. Because you know you're kind of used to people telling you you're nice. <sighs> I, I'm used to people saying it. I'm not used to people giving me the real reasons on why my game nice. Hmm. Like, yeah, you probably noticed that. You've heard my songs these nights, but tell me why I'm nice. Right. You feel me? Like, I'm not used to that, so... They do that more so with them more than they do with me. Like, they pinpoint why they like Skiller. They pinpoint about what about Ashley's voice makes her, you feel me, that. So, yeah. Mm. That makes sense. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's a whole different uh, challenge to take on in terms of trying to have artists and have a label. Like, we've seen a lot of people who are the greatest rappers of our generation of all time who've had, you know, sort of questionable levels of success in terms of putting other artists on. And, you you know, that's like a, a big part or, or a thing that could definitely like have a huge impact on your legacy as It'd an artist if way. you get known for that, you know? It go either way mm. with the shit, man. Like, you commend a nigga like Young Dolph for what right. he do with a Key Glock. Key Glock got as much jury as him. Mm. You know what I'm saying? They got whole CDs together, and you know you you can understand that he's for Key Glock. Right, but they're yeah. like family, like family, mm. like the baby and Stunnerfoe. Like you can never you can see that for us as actual rap fans. You could now never separate Key Glock from Young Dolph. Like that nope. will always be a huge part of what made him whatever he does for the rest of his career. Dolph came through and gave him a look, but it was crazy because he really deserved it. Like when you heard his flow, it was just like, wow, like this, like you're putting us onto something, but it really makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense. Voice it every time. Mm. Same thing with like that. I just, I want motherfuckers to look at, they look at Skiller as his own man, you know what I'm saying? 
but in the same token, they still tie him in with me a lot. But me and him, we different. We different. Like he might be charismatic like me. He might not be a punk like me. You feel me? Like he, he, he. You know what I'm saying? In those areas of life, like he tough. You know what I'm saying? He might dance, he, you know what I'm saying? Uh, he charming to a bitch, but like music, he can make songs I can't make. Mm. Literally. Right. Like he go in there and, and hold topics behind the microphone that I won't even think about. So yeah, he different, he different to me. He oh. got it. For sure. I'm gonna be honest with you, I have to piss. <laughs> I'll be right back. It's good. Oh, mushroom, crazy, please. I got some. Y'all can have them. Y'all can have them bitches. I don't want no more. I'm mad I ain't bring my motherfucking jacket out. Oh, okay. Listen, it's the same ones that was at his house. Them the same ones, the little chocolate. Bro, oh my God. Huh? These niggas got me on mushrooms. What? Are we gonna have to let it run? Was it funny? What the fuck are you saying? Listen, uh Them fucking mushrooms. You're you're single handedly podcasting there? Yeah. You were taking care of it? So I'm just not noticing the no no jumper news stand. Oh yeah, over so that's there. a whole different segment. Uh yeah yeah. You know my man AD, who I do it with. No uh, no no no. I, I in my head it's all it's a it's a person sitting next to you. Yeah yeah yeah. Uh, so he, he do that. He is a large grizzly bear type of a man who uh, is a rapper out here in LA. He's he's a very respected guy and he he's out here weighing in. He refuses to throw. Uh, I'm not going to go there. He refuses <laughs> to throw his brothers under the bus as we uh, encountered today where he wouldn't take a stand on a particular issue, but he's a good guy. What is it? It's personal? Uh, well, what is it? you probably don't know about this, but a certain rapper has been accused of shooting a, another rapper in the foot. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, so what, what it's this whole thing. You, I don't want to bug you out. So you what about, what, okay, so what, what AD say? He just wouldn't, he wouldn't condemn it as strongly as I uh, was attempting to get him to, but, you know. What'd you, what'd you feel? I mean, because he's friends with the person involved, so <laughs> I, I guess I understand that you don't want to. Go on record as saying uh, the, the anything. The shooter or the shootee? He's friends with the shooter. <laughs> <laughs> so you want to you want to hear what we think happened? Uh, what what you think happened? Oh, okay. What well, we think? Oh, okay. You're going to get real controversial. You one of those guys in the comment section? Well, I don't you're get like two shits. Oh, okay. Look, Mike, like they, nope. They, they're like nope, nope, nope. I'm stop, tell you. stop, stop. Do I'm not do much. What? Okay. I can tell you right now. I'm gonna tell you. All right. I have a feeling I know what he's woke. This is like being like, you know, he's 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 clued into the secret society belief that some people don't have about what went on that night. Jesus Christ. All right. Sada, baby. I want to do that, though. What? No jumper news. The news. Yeah. How long are you going to be in L.A.? Till Saturday night. Mm. I always can come back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe we could do that. That would be fun. No, I set that shit up. I do need a, a sub for my what co-host. Y'all, what y'all, what y'all cover on the news? 
just whatever's going on like in the rap world. Uh, mostly, mostly rap, but you know, a little bit of overall culture. I'm with it. Whatever's yeah, going on. Fire. What do you have planned for the rest of the day? Also, should I start wearing buffs? Should I get myself some of these? Yeah, put them on. Let me see. <laughs> that got to be the thumbnail with you with the buffs on. Oh yeah, hell yeah, yeah. that's a great idea. As he buffed up Adam. Yeah. How much do these cost? You see, you see how you see how your temperament go. You throw the buffs <laughs> on. That nigga set up. Yeah. I'm having a hard What's time happening? taking myself seriously, yeah. to be honest. I don't know if it's the mushrooms or what. I'm not. I'm not doing them no more. I feel like when they go on Joe Rogan, they do mushrooms and then they just don't talk about it. And it's like it's funnier because we keep acknowledging. They it. do mushrooms on Joe Rogan. Yeah. On his, on his podcast. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes. I think you one of the coolest niggas. You go on there? That'd be hard. Hell yeah. I go on Joe <laughs> He's in like a fucking space cube thing. It's like all red and shit now. He needs Sauce Walker to go on there, bro. I wish I like, I wish I was. Do he know Sauce? Or like no of them? I would assume no. It doesn't seem like he knows almost anything That'd about be funny rap. As hell, though. But I wish I was in the Joe Rogan inner circle just so I could tell him that he should have Sauce Walker. Who knows Joe podcast. Rogan? Who knows Joe Rogan? That's a good question. They ain't even doing like UFC right now, are they? Uh, they are, but he's not announcing it. They have he their quit. own island. He quit. He's just uh, taking a break from it, I believe, because he doesn't want to travel or have to do the corona shit. But they have their own island. We need like a rap. Dana White, what, island? We need a rap island. If the mm. UFC can have an island, why can't we have Mm-mm. islands? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> a hip hop island? <laughs> no. That ain't gonna work. It's that not. Is, it's not where everyone's gonna live. It's just where we can like hold some concerts during the pandemic. Yeah, that's something to think about. I, I just see. I see so many ways why that should be wrong, and it just wouldn't work. <laughs> Niggas are gonna be trying to take over the island. It's our island. You feel me? Right. The, the island would definitely. Y'all can't come. We holding the show. Oh and, man, yeah. You feel me? All right, nigga. We gonna shoot the island up. Like, that like, would be crazy to see who wanted that's to. That's how it's going to go. But, okay, imagine QC started their own island. <laughs> they can't even start an island right now. What would they do with it? Argue. <laughs> if QC had an island, like, who would choose to move there? Like, I, I, I personally know Yachty not going to go. <laughs> Maybe, but like, after a couple like, of days, it's like, what are you doing there? What are you? I, I'm going to FaceTime him. He's still going to be at home. It's been, brother. I'm not going over here. I know you're not. No, man. It's just, that's why people go home. You feel me? If Guzzi started an island, they would have, like, three days, and then they'd be like, shit, maybe we should just be in there. Oh, yeah, think about it. The bubble probably irritating as hell for the NBA players. Oh, yeah. It'd be so like, much that worse. Shit, bro, yeah. Like, you can't walk around. How you walk around? Like, niggas used to. Used to fucking y'all me and their basketball players. They used to playing, they go home in their big ass beds and mm. all this type of shit and smoking weed and shit. Right. They really can't smoke no weed in the bubble. Isn't that crazy? You're gonna get caught. <laughs> Think about caught. being being a, a a basketball player now is like you have to be also basically like a prisoner. In the bubble. Like it's not as bad as being in if prison, but one. you basically are like if you're a good one. It's a very selective prison. If you're a good one. Right. Everybody didn't get invited to the bubble. No, yeah. Pistons. In a weird way, that's what's weird is that being in that prison is like, you know, it's an honor and you're being paid millions pistons, of dollars. The Pistons, is, I just want to say this, they, they, they disappoint me terribly every year. And I just want to let my Pistons know that I'm going to sign a bandwagon for them if y'all don't do what y'all are supposed to do with this seventh pick. Mm. I don't follow basketball, so yes, I completely agree. They're terrible. 
Right. Hey, terrible. Yeah, you with you with what I say on this. I'm thinking about getting into it. You should just to talk some shit. Just to know what people are talking about, you know. Yeah, I'm a I'm a LeBron hater. Right. You hate you hate LeBron. Yes. Fuck. Okay. Damn. I'm not gonna say that. It, it's, it, I feel it, like that wouldn't go over well. It, it, it make it make a couple people it make a couple people stressful. Really. Oh damn, LeBron might see your he might do watch your podcast. Yeah, that's he. Yeah, that's LeBron, tight. listen, okay. So I told I told <laughs> motherfuckers if I ever was to meet him, I would I would for sure acknowledge what he is. You feel me? You goat, you heat, you know what I'm saying, you fire, you the best uh, all around basketball player ever, but you got no chest. No chest? Yeah, you're not a dog. What, what, explain that for me as a person who doesn't. He just ain't no dog. You know, you feel me? He don't go about it like he he, he go, don't he, don't he have go heart, about the saying? game analytically. He don't have heart. Hell no. <laughs> that nigga do shoulder rolls on like fucking uh, Gary Trent. Like he he bulk up to them niggas. You feel me? Damn. Like one of my one of my my favorite examples. And I just I was, we was talking just like probably like two weeks ago it was when Jason Tatum dunked on him chest to chest. You feel me? Jason Tatum was a rookie, right? Uh-huh. Dunked on him top hat. Scream in his ear. LeBron don't do shit, but look at him. Any other motherfucker, he would have, you feel me? You know what I'm saying? Anybody that's down there, his height, weight, he don't want no smoke. But little motherfuckers, you feel me? Snatching the ball and shit. Yeah, man. No. No. Wow. Like he he terror-ass teams like the Raptors. Mm. You feel me? Like he get a Raptors nightmares. Right. And everybody else, you deferring and losing to them and shit. It's weird for, to me, I guess, like, I always just thought they were playing a game. But it's yeah, like, no, really, there's, there's like a deep, like, pride that thing going into deep. it, you know? That shit. Everyone deep. wants to be the best. That shit. It, it's deep. It, the basketball in itself is deep because the fans be feeling some type of way. And when you go hoop, you only hooping because you emulating players. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So yeah, that shit deep. It's gonna always be a connection, and then it's gonna be motherfuckers who love LeBron who don't like LeBron. Motherfuckers who love Kobe don't like Kobe. Recipes Kobe. Motherfuckers who love Jordan don't like Jordan. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Me personally, my favorite player ain't one shit. I just like him. Mm. Mellow. You right. go. <laughs> Man, that nigga responded to my DM. Yeah, I thought that was the, that was the, that was the coldest shit wow, ever. Wow, really? Ever, ever. I've been DMing that nigga for like three, four years. Really? Hell yeah. Kept on sending shit. I don't care. It's my favorite player, nigga. I'm like, nigga, you gonna see my follower count on somebody? Wait, he finally seen it this year on his birthday. He responded. Oh, so you were hitting him up when you weren't really yeah, yeah. on shit, and now you're where you're at. And- but I kept doing it though. I always mm. that's my favorite player. But I, I'm a, I told congratulations when he got back in the league, all that shit. Kept on sending shit. You feel me? That's hard. Like, I got an actual relationship with Damon Lillard. You feel me? Mm-hmm. And I ain't even try to swing it to him, but I did a little bit. Like, man, you better tell that nigga that I say you're my favorite player. Right. The fuck you talking about? That nigga the GOAT to me. You ever hit up a basketball player and just be like, yo, you suck? You ever DM LeBron and be like, no, you, but you I ain't tag, all I, I tag Reggie Jackson a bunch of times. Right. Oh, I tag Reggie Jackson all the time. I hate I hate Reggie Jackson. <laughs> I feel like he's been in the league stealing money since he got drafted from Boston College. Mm-hmm. You terrible. You terrible <laughs> motherfucker. Pistons, you stole eight, $80 million from the Pistons, and then you get rewarded by being able to play on the Clippers. Uh, you don't deserve that spot. You still terrible. That's why fucking Kawhi cussed you out on national TV. Fuck you talking about. Yeah, I hate Reggie Jackson. Really? 
Hey, because he's a bad person. <laughs> hey, he is. He's a bad person. But okay, is it weird when you think about it that you're comfortable commentating on basketball players' lives like that, to which you would you would just never feel comfortable offering that kind of uh, thought into like a rapper or or someone who is in your line of work. But somehow they are like superheroes to the extent where Flat you out. can talk about them like their life is a game. Flat out. Isn't that weird? Them niggas is superheroes. Mm. They are. You feel me? But in the same token, it'll be switched around. Like if they got a round table, they're probably talking about rappers. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But they're not going to talk about what their teammate was doing with this bitch mm. the other night because she married. he married. You feel me? So, That's crazy. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like that for sure. I just hate Reggie Jackson, though. I don't was, I was, I was sit up and talk about a bunch of niggas all the time, but we debate about LeBron all the time, uh -huh. and I hate Reggie Jackson. Respect. I don't know shit, but, you know. As long as you don't say nothing about Larry Bird, we cool. What about Larry Bird? That's my, that's my unk. You like Larry Bird? That's just who I grew up on, yeah. Outside Boston, like they, that, that area? That's they say Jokic the new Larry Bird. Who? Nikola Jokic. I don't know who the fuck that is, but I got to get turned he, on to he that. He fire. Yeah? He fire. <laughs> you going to tell slow. me about your, your favorite white Dang. basketball players? I, my favorite my favorite white basketball player is T-Hero. Okay. He know that. Yeah. I, I talked to Tyler. He know. He know. He's my that, this is great white hope. He is him. Imagine I was just really into all the white players. That's cool. It's some, <laughs> it's some, it's some sweet white motherfuckers right now. I would, I'm Tyler offended Hero, on your behalf if that was my thing. Yeah. If Luke I knew Kennard. all about the white players. Listen, that'll be funny though. You get over to it, and it'd be you have a valid point. You As a mean, a I could, I could appreciate argument. that. Yeah, we got we got Luke Kennard. He played for the Pistons. Mm. He, he was good in in college. He was getting to be good this year. Right before Corona happened. You think they should have another league for the white boys, just so they get a chance to do something? Just have something to do. I don't think I don't think I don't think the white boys would like it. I think they'd be mad as hell. <laughs> they'd be so offended. Yeah. yeah, they'd be like, no, don't put us over here with just you feel me? We we can hang with them. I swear I could play with the, those guys. I'm trying to tell you. Yeah, no, I no, they don't need no separate league. Mm -mm. <laughs> that then that just in this today's hey, that'd be wrong as hell. Hey man, but they got the WNBA, why not? You see you see that high school Somewhere team? Somewhere in between. There's a high school team called the Cotton Pickers. I did see that, yeah. How the fuck is that something like, like that, that happen? Real? How does that happen for but so long before real. anybody notices? I don't, like, that's, that's a little awkward. It's real. I, and they, like, I seen a bunch of pictures. I seen the, the one the one motherfucker, he, uh, he, he, he quoted the tweet and was like, this shit is very real. And I played against him my whole life and trying to figure out why is it real. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I just can't believe it lasted that long. But I guess like the Redskins and shit, you can already look at that. Like, how the fuck is that like, still what a was thing? That racist? Like, explain to me about the Indians, like, how, the Native Americans. Okay. I mean, it's like a fucking cartoon of a of a Native American. That's fucked up. Yeah. The skin. Okay. Right. <laughs> okay, I just but you see, I I I didn't really I I think I, I think if I didn't know like really like honestly genuinely didn't know like that, right. I think a lot of people didn't either. No. Yeah. I don't blame anybody who doesn't think of that automatically when you hear. Well, there's a lot of teams though. The Braves, the Tomahawks, is that a thing? The Blackhawks. <laughs> it is a Blackhawks. I go, is that a thing? He goes, no. <laughs> the Tomahawks. But see, but the, okay, so the Braves though, they they just got like like the the axe though. They don't mm. got like wait. 
Okay, but the Chiefs actually got the Chiefs. And then you break down what's the chief. Right, exactly. I mean, where does that come from? It's I mean, the Indian. Indian. Shout out to them. Yeah, but they still flying under the radar. So uh, they, so I guess when that whole shit was going on, they just looking like. It's like, what are we allowed to compare <laughs> ourselves to? We, you, you could, but you could, you could be the bears. You could be an animal. That's not offensive. The bears versus the dogs versus the cats versus the horses. It'll be a, yeah, it, it just, yeah. You say the wrong type of animal, somebody gonna get mad. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, isn't that weird? How you could be every type of animal and then. You wouldn't want to be. I, I until I, I didn't I didn't even know all the different racial slurs until I got grown. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like that, all that, all the like the advanced ones. You feel me? Like the the, the super shit. I was like, damn. Mm. Yeah, because I mean, it's not things that people call each other within the community. It's just stuff used outside the community by other people. See, like, I have friends in China. I remember I was like out there riding BMX with them, and I was like, I went, like, you know that there's a a, a slur for Chinese people, chink. And they were like, no, they'd never even heard of it. I'm like, uh, nobody in this whole country even gives a shit about that. But in our consider to them, that's their N word for sure. Yeah. Chink. Yeah. Can't throw that around. They so what's, like so what's, so, okay. Go. So like my, Mexican, but in China, they had never even heard of it. They, my Mexican them, homies yeah. fucked up though, because they call each other the, the shit that, Right, like they call each other beaner and shit like that. But it's exactly the same with black people. Black people say we do, we do. We just pronounce we do. it we different. Just, uh, we on hard art. Right. We on hard art. Right. <laughs> you feel me? That hard art. Right. But if you were to switch it up, it's all about how you say it, really, because you could just easily make it sound offensive. Man, I think I think I only get offended when I hear. Um, that's, that's part of the reason I stopped playing Call of Duty. It's just too much. They get wild on that bitch. Really. Yeah, they 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 hard are yeah. So they, fucked they, up. They, they be like fucking twelve. Yeah, you feel me? Be kids, man. And then I I couldn't I couldn't deal with it. I couldn't take it. I've always thought that was like the craziest thing that that is so commonplace right, there, and that there's nothing it, they they can do about it. Apparently, as soon as the, the, the screen get to loading up, as soon as the game loading yeah. up, they right there talking crazy. <laughs> you feel me? And it's just like. If I wasn't playing with my Mexicans, it wouldn't even have been the least bit bearable. Like mm. I'd have been getting mad as hell. But yeah, man, that's that's like life. Crazy. That's like life. Like they just assume that they they losing to a black person. You feel me? And they they go on the hard art on the video game. Like, yeah. I think a lot of it though is like with little kids and shit that like when they are in this environment where they feel like nobody's watching, they just go to the most offensive thing that they can think of. Like I don't really do you think that those kids are actually really like hardcore racist or that they just are going to the thing that they think is the most offensive? I'm sure those those kids probably all listen to rap music. But are you not racist if you see <laughs> Right, you're right. Still, yeah, yeah. You are racist because <laughs> you said it, but right. Um, man, <laughs> just 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 the fact that you think it, yeah, just the fact that they they, they sitting there thinking it. That you think that that yeah, sense of humor is all type of insults. Yeah. You feel me? You can say all type of shit. Mm. Like I, I joke, I joke and say uh, disrespectful shit to my Mexican homies on the video game all day, but it ain't wet back this and being or that and speaking. Mm. You feel me? I ain't calling them niggas that shit. That's all too much. Yeah, it's way too much. They call it, you know, they call it, they call each other that shit because they fucked up in the head. Mm. But, yeah, like, no, nah, you can crack, you you can say some insulting shit without it being about race. 
It would be really weird if me and my white friends made fun of each other for being white. I guess we do from time to time, yeah. Hell yeah. It's like Why scales of whiteness that we could kind of compare each other to. Man, you you better know I make fun of these niggas for being who they is every day. <laughs> it, this, this, this is a daily thing, man. It's supposed to go like that. Right. It's supposed to. At least I feel like it's supposed to go like that. I'm cracking jokes on me since I was a kid. For sure. All right. Well, yo, this has been fun. Yeah. Shout out to Rude Exotics for uh, fueling us through this. Yeah, Feels like we've been on here for three hours. I'm sure it hasn't been that long. How long have we been here? Hour and a half. No cap. Longest hour and a half of my life. I feel like I've been to fucking paradise and back. Man. <laughs> I ain't fuck with this shit. Uh, right. This shit was fun, though. It was fun. Yeah, yeah. We I'm went deep. to do the new shit. Oh, yeah. That'd be great, man. Yes. That, would, that would be ridiculous. No Let's do it. So set that up. Give me a day. I'm flying back out. Let's do it. No doubt. Side of baby. No jumper. Coolest podcast in the world. Check us out on YouTube, SoundCloud, iTunes. Like, comment, subscribe. Nojumper.com if you want to support. Appreciate y'all. Another classic interview in the books. If you guys enjoyed this, make sure you like, comment, and subscribe. And head on over to nojumper.com to support. Appreciate y'all.